edition of the Deeper Dive podcast, Catechism of the Catholic Church, in a year. Today is day 167, and we begin with number 1246. Every person not yet baptized, and only such a person, is able to be baptized. Since the beginning of the church, adult baptism is the common practice where the proclamation of the gospel is still new. That catechumenate, preparation for baptism, therefore occupies an important place. This initiation in the Christian faith and life should dispose the catechumen to receive the gift of God in baptism, confirmation, and the Eucharist. The catechumenate, or formation of catechumens, aims at bringing their conversion and faith to maturity in response to the divine initiative and in union with an ecclesial community. The catechumenate is to be a formation of the whole Christian life, during which the disciples will be joined to Christ, their teacher. The catechumen should be properly initiated into the mystery of salvation and the practice of the evangelical virtues, and they should be introduced into the life of the faith, liturgy, and charity of the people of God by successive sacred rites. Catechumens are already joined to the church. They are already of the household of Christ and are quite frequently already living a life of faith, hope, and charity. With love and solicitude, Mother Church already embraces them as her own. Born with a fallen human nature and tainted by original sin, children also have a need of the new birth and baptism to be freed from the power of darkness and brought into the realm of the freedom of the children of God, to which all men are called. The sheer gratuitousness of the grace of salvation is particularly manifest in infant baptism. The church and the parents would deny a child the priceless grace of becoming a child of God were they not to confer baptism shortly after birth. Christian parents will recognize that this practice also accords with their role as nurturers of the life that God has entrusted to them. The practice of infant baptism is an immemorial tradition of the church, There is explicit testimony to this practice from the second century on, and it is quite possible possible that from the beginning of the apostolic preaching, when whole households received baptism, infants may also have been baptized. Father Jack. Thanks, Bill. You know, uh, I got to laugh when I'm preparing for this because 1246 is uh, the first paragraph we read today is a solid one sentence long, but it, there's a reason for it is that it stands alone in its thought. It doesn't need any explanation. It just needs to be proclaimed. Every person not yet baptized, and only such a person, is able to be baptized. And from there we can move. It answers the question, who can be baptized? Anybody who presents themselves who hasn't already done so. It's it's the Because the baptism uh, gives a character, which we'll, I think, talk about a little bit later, um, but because it gives a character, it only needs to be done once and only, in fact, can be done once. Everything else is about restoring that character that is so freely gifted. And then the Catechism goes on to explain, uh, you know, the the baptism of, of adults and then of infants. As if to say, to, to remind us, if you, you know, kind of a, if you're reading this, it's not too late. I mean, if you're if you're curious and you're thinking to yourself, should I be baptized? And you haven't been, then then this is very much a sacrament that you should and and can receive. And uh, but also to say, the normal practice uh, um, in Christian and in Catholicism is to baptize infants, and that and to explain why we do that. So so holding this uh, these two categories together, baptism of adults and baptism of infants, 
shows us a little bit more clearly who exactly can be baptized, which is that it is an invitation for every person. It is an invitation for for all to come in because of the necessity and the power of this sacrament to do all that it proclaims it can do. And so from the beginning of the church, it was it was mostly adults, right, who were able to receive the faith and hear it first, you know. But um, but in in that still holds a certain pride of place. We're always um, you know, thrilled to make adult converts. Um, you know, we we kind of always joke about our, you know, the competition that happens for RCIA numbers. You know <laughs> that, uh, and 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 Easter vigil converts, um, but. But the reality is that it should hold a pride of place for us to to be able to have that um, freely, cho- you know, uh, self-chosen um, reception of a gift of um, from baptism. But as the church progresses, right, as the church is no longer under constant persecution and very heavy constant persecution, um, you know, that that literally kills its members and uh, and you know, both because of the community it was at the very beginning in Jerusalem, where it was this seemingly break-off sect of Judaism, and then as it moved west and uh, and was coming up against the the pagan religions of Rome, the rest of the Roman Empire, you know, there was this, as the church became more accepted, or as Christianity became more accepted, then infants were more readily and regularly baptizes, you know, and it's a very ancient tradition that we shouldn't just throw out for for poor reasoning, but rather we we see it as bec- it highlights the gift nature of baptism, right? Saint John Damascene talked about in a um, that that's one of the names of the sacrament is this gift um, that it is not a a kind of crowning achievement of a decision that we've made. It's not an external symbol of what I already interior believe, but truly baptism is an effective sign, uh, you know, to, to actually change us. And so why would we delay a grace? Why, if we can, if we at all are able to, to hand out a grace, would we say, actually, you should probably just wait on the side for a while. We, we would prefer if you made this, you know, no, this moves us in a certain way. It, it, it changes our nature by infusing it with grace. And so because of that, because it benefits the baptized person, we don't delay as, as quick as we possibly can. Um, you know, in the first weeks and months of life, we try to, to baptize a, an infant, a, a baby, um, so that we can proclaim that, so that we can proclaim what this sacrament is, which is a free gift of God, to change us, to unite us to him till we can become divine or partakers of the divine nature, uh, as first Peter talks or second Peter talks about, um, and that we can be adopted into this family of God. And so with that in mind, we want to proclaim always and everywhere that all are called to this gift of baptism, all are, are who have not yet received this gift, this one time moment in our lives are able and, and eligible for baptism as as long as their faith provides it, as long as that faith is provided for and that consent is given that all who have not received it ought to receive it, that no matter the age, no matter how much life is left or whether it is the entire life that is <laughs> from the very beginning that is left, we want this grace to be received. We, we need this grace to be received because 
from this grace we receive eternal life.